The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Some elements of Outlaw Radio may not be suitable for uh, anyone. There may be occasional content that offends you or that you find irrelevant. If that is the case, we are doing our job. Accordingly, listener discretion is advised. Outlaw Radio is not for everybody, but neither is Kim Chi. You know, we're the last line of defense, and really the comedians are the last uh, the voice of truth in this whole thing. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! Hi, this is Sean Young on Outlaw Radio. <laughs> This is Shelly Berman on Outlaw Radio. Listen, come on, listen to me or listen to Matt. It, if you like being bored, it's great for you. <laughs> it's Robert Hayes. I'm here on Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt, a.k.a. The Weasel. We are here to drink. We're here to smoke. We're here to interrupt. You may drink. You may smoke. You may interrupt, but I'm here to f Live from the Lighten Up Lounge, this is Dom DeLuise saying... This is Outlaw Radio. Hi, this is Chuck Woolery at Lighten Up Lounge on Outlaw Radio. Lots of fun, guys. Be back. Two and two. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we smoke, we drink, and occasionally we bother people who look old and weak. Hi, this is Rick Dees with Magic Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Cigar, in the Lighten Up Lounge. We drink, we smoke, we... Or as they say on the island of Long, Outlaw, Outlaw Radio. Live from the Lightning Up Lounge at 1876 Virginia City, Nevada Style Bar in the hills of the San Fernando Valley in Los Angeles, California. E-I-E-I-O. Empty spaces. Welcome to it, man. Weird week. Weird, weird, weird week. Get a little tired of talking about deaths on this show and this is one that hit me hard and he wasn't a buddy or anything we corresponded but you know he wasn't a friend but I think we could have been friends um, and I was supposed to do a Burroughs Bites and I'll get into why that never happened uh, a local newscaster and it's a national news story now because this dude who was really well known in Los Angeles, Chris Burroughs, hosted the KTLA Morning News, which was sort of a uh, sort of a morning radio zoo, but on TV. That's that's essentially what the thing was, and they he spearheaded this thing. They brought him in to start this on the weekend because most, in fact, if not all cities, have their five-day-a-week morning newscast. And it's like the alternative to USA, no, USA, whatever that, uh, what is this show? Today. Today's show, all that crap, which I can't stand. I can't stand any of those. But I, but I could stand the KTLA morning news and still can. Because during the week, they've got a couple great hosts, but on the weekend is this this interesting mix of characters anchored by Chris Burroughs and this this man who just out of nowhere dies and Lori during a poker game on a Thursday night <clears throat> walks in and says man Chris Burroughs and at first I thought Chris Brown I thought Chris Brown died 
And then Chris Burroughs died, and I was really sad. Okay, one, two, three. Ugh. Chris Brown is a buddy of mine, uh, and also one of the one of the producers of uh, Outlaw Radio. But this Chris Burroughs, it was an interesting cat who made the morning show interesting for five hours on a Saturday and a Sunday. And uh, Lori Downey Jr., our producer, is the one who turned me on to this show because at 6.30 in the morning, she'd have it blurring and it would wake me up. And I just wanted to sleep. It's oh. all I ever want to do, really. And it's something I never have the, the enjoyment of sleeping. Uh, and... And it turns out that I was sort of, I became, it became an addict of the KTLA morning news. I hate to say addict, because this man was found in a motel room in Glendale, California, with a male attempting to revive him, the same guy who called 911. Right. And uh, by the time you hear this show, I'm sure that the mystery will be solved, but man... What the hell is coming down here? He was happily married. He got his wife involved. Well, uh, Laura, your mic's up too loud. As far as the, the happily married, you don't know that. See, and, and therein lies the problem. You don't know that. That's all I spoke about. There, there are so many faces to, well, everyone, but especially in showbiz. They have so many faces you never know the real person. And we've mentioned that on the show. You never really know the demons. And it certainly appeared that he was in love with his wife. And his nine-year-old daughter. Yeah, it is, and his beautiful daughter. Uh, however, a motel room in Glendale, California, which, by the way, is about 20 minutes from where we broadcast Outlaw Radio here in the San Fernando Valley. And about 25 minutes from where he lives. Which is where, Lori? Where did he live? Porter Ranch. He was a Porter Ranch guy? Yep. So he's right down the street. Right. I'll be a son of a gun. And he broadcast that day. So he left the broadcast and ends up in this hotel room, which is the... Motel. Motel. Yeah. A day's in, in a room, randomly. Dead. Yeah, well, at one fifteen in the afternoon. Yeah, well, it wasn't randomly to him. <clears throat> and, and by the way, how many times did he do such a thing, but he didn't end up dead? And so... Uh, it's a terrible thing, man. <clears throat> uh, he really he he made that that show hum, and of course when you announce that to to me sitting right there where Mark C G Boyer is sitting at the poker table last Thursday night while we're playing poker, what's the first thing? Because this guy I love and adored him. What's the first thing I said, Mark? I your job. What your job. What is he saying? Your job. Your job. What does that mean, Lori? The first thing you said is that it's mine now. Oh, how dare you. Uh, uh, how dare you. That's just horrible. You know what? Stuff. This guy never liked to call in sick. He would never call in sick because he didn't like to give his chair to anybody. That's because he was so hopped up on amphetamines, well, for God's who sakes. Who knows? No, who knows is the thing. But I'll tell you what. There was a video he shot on Christmas Day. And that was two days before this came down. And uh, watch that video. Chris Burroughs, by the way, which is B-U-R-R-O-U-S. <clears throat> E-I-E-I-O and on this farm. Uh, and if you watch that video, he, he has... He, he, 
really darkened sort of underneath his eyes, like someone who's been up like for days. Well, he also goes out and reports all the news. Yeah. So he's a journalist. He's a, a, a personality. He did a lot of stuff. Yeah. He just never said no. And why Why in other parts of the country would you be interested in this? Because you all have this sort of guy that you love. And as I understand it, this show in L.A. was the number one rated by far weekend morning show. That's right. I mean, they kick butt because their program director there and Don Corsini, the general manager of KTLA, they got their act together. They know that you have to sort of think out of the box and we're doing radio here, but we're doing it on TV. They figured this out. Well, all the other channels are so stilted and boring and, and, and terrible shows. This is an interesting show. And if you think about the roster of KTLA people there, there's no one that they can slap in there. No one. And that's why, as Mark stated, it's my gig. Oh, geez. Did I say that or was I thinking that? Didn't mean that. Uh, So when's your meeting with KTLA? Wednesday. Okay. (laughs) I know. It's it's horrendous because, as, as you know, as you know, Lori... I was a I was a fan of this dude. I thought he really knew what he was doing. Yep. Graduated Chapman University right down the street in Orange County, <clears throat> from where you just uh, just arrived <laughs> an hour and a half later. Lori, treacherous. Um, degree in broadcast journalism. He started in San Bernardino, which to give you an idea where that is, that's uh, about an hour away from where we are in the Inland Empire, heading east. Uh, then he, he finds himself in Rapid City, South Dakota. The Dakota, Shadow Stevens' old stopping grounds. Then he joined KGET in Bakersfield as a morning news anchor. And I, I hear that that gig, he was doing everything. He was the technical guy. He was the director. He had a switcher box next to him on his desk. And so I had to switch from camera to camera and go to break with that. He was a one-man show. So you could tell this guy was never afraid of work. I mean, this, this guy was great. That's also where he met his wife. Yeah, because she was on the desk. Right. Right. Uh, then he ends up in Fresno, then in Sacramento, and then KTLA's sister station, WPIX, in New York City. WPIX, of course, uh, home of the great Chuck McCann, mm-hmm. who we lost this right. year, or last year. Um, he told the New York Daily News he asked for a transfer to L.A. so his daughter could grow up near her grandparents, according to Channel 5. And so he arrives at KTLA Morning News, and for the first time, they started this weekend news thing. On And it's not really news. You know, there's not so much news usually on the weekend. So he was he was a pretty good ad libber, and he would do nutty things, kind of like the Anchorman. Yeah, sort of like the Anchorman, with you know nothing but chicks. It's him and the and the the chicks. Um, and then his Burroughs Bites segments were my favorite, where he would travel around, not not unlike uh, dives, diners, and you know that thing with uh, Fieri. Yeah. Uh, but he would do it locally and find these great little haunts that served up interesting food. And he was he, a real, he had a common touch. He was all about small business and community. Yeah. See, we had a lot in common. We should have been friends. I know. I could have kept him off the, the crank. Well. <laughs> <laughs> what, Mark? 
I could have. I mean, if you're a buddy of mine, man, I look out for you. But you we know? don't know. We don't know what it was. Well, we do know by the time this this show that we are conducting right now is on uh, uh, terrestrial radio stations, including but not limited to northern Nevada, uh, Florida, and Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin and Wisconsin. Um, uh, yeah, we went. Uh, we went to one of his bites. Yeah, we did, man. I'll tell you what. We should, Mark C. G. Boyer and I, because of the great uh, Chris Burroughs, we shared a a moment. You know, remember when Mark and I came out a few months ago? Yeah. And it made it it made it oh so beautiful to be able to share a lunch together <laughs> at one of Chris Burroughs' favorite places in uh, Bakersfield. It's an Italian place that's been there for over a hundred years, and they featured the New York steak, and it was and pasta. It was and the pasta and the sauce was the greatest steak ever. Uh, it was the whole the whole the whole experience was great. It was just Even a great the hour and a half on the road. Great old vibe and the bar there. I can't I can't wait to take Lori there. Lori, you would fall in love with this place. We'd sit there at the bar until closing time, get all snockaroo'd. We'd have to we'd have to get a hotel unlike a motel in Glendale, <laughs> and <laughs> and then uh, be found dead later that day. Nah. With uh, someone trying to revive you. Yeah. I don't want to do that. It's so it's it's sad. It's such a sad thing. What a waste of talent in this Chris Burroughs. He was so young too. What forty three? Forty three years old. Uh, this was. Uh, because obviously they're paying homage to him on that morning show. And one of his favorite spots is a place called the Rise and Shine Cafe in Shadow Hills. And because of that Burroughs Bites, like four years ago, Lori and I ventured out there. <laughs> I remember. And, uh, and we had breakfast. Mm-hmm. Really good gravy. Uh, but it turned out to be, I guess, one of uh, Burroughs' favorite joints. And so they... One of their uh, on-the-spot reporters <clears throat> is broadcasting from uh, one of Chris uh, Burroughs' favorite joints, the Rise and Shine, and this. And get ready to pause this. And this is what it sounds like. By the way, this is my least favorite gal on the show who does uh, on-the-spot reporting. Okay. One, just I can't, I, I can't stand her, and maybe you'll understand why. Uh, KTLA's Megan Tellis is at Rise and Shine Pause. Cafe. So it's Megan Tellis. Remember that name. All right. She uh, she didn't have it like Chris Burroughs. Or, or, I can't believe she's there. I don't know what, what she's doing to keep that gig. And I'm obviously not insinuating anything. Another one of his favorite spots. He would talk about Rise and Shine all of the time. He loved that place, Megan. I can't believe he's getting a burrito. That is awesome, Miss Lynette. You know, it Pause. I can't believe he's getting a burrito. That is awesome, Miss Lynette. What the hell is wrong with her? Why? Because he was a racist against Mexicans? I can't believe he was getting a burrito? What sort of an idiot That's stick? That's what they sell there. What, what, what an idiot stick. You know, don't try so to ad-lib. Don't, if you don't have it in you, don't try oh. to ad-lib. Just report. I can't believe he was having... You're trying to be cute? And instead, you're soiling the memory of the great Chris Burroughs. 
like everyone else, it's tough. I only knew him three and a half months, and I too feel in some way, shape, or form that he helped make me. I heard you say earlier, Lynette, that he helped you make, make you a better anchor. And it's the same thing in being a field reporter. It's about being engaging. It's about being off the cuff. So Plus, then why don't you try it? Why don't you give it a shot? I guess you learn nothing from Chris Bros. And by the way, I don't sense an ounce, a scintilla of sincerity coming from her. I bet she couldn't stand Chris Burroughs. That's the vibe I'm yeah, getting. It's, it's like do you not, get that? Yeah. She was assigned to go do this. Yeah. she was. Right. And she's just doing it. You should have put somebody there that, that and most of the folks at KTLA, I think, have a passion for the dude. Yeah. But instead, this gal was available, and she knows nothing about what she's talking about. And, you, and more on that as we continue. For him, um, you know, I want to do him justice in being out here. One of his favorite spots, the Rise and Shine Cafe in Shadow Hills. Here it is. It's really cool to be inside. Not only if I've never been in here, but I've never really understood, you know, what it takes to put a restaurant together. It's been open. Oh, are you kidding? What? Right, Howard? Is oh, it just me? Man, you, you, no. Right? Mm. Lori, are you getting this? <sighs> are you getting how stupid this is? Yep, pretty much. Yep. What it takes she's, to she's put a restaurant <laughs> together? I'm surprised he didn't come back to life and tell her to get the hell out. And choke um, her. Yeah, seriously. And choke her. I, I, this girl is doomed to being a field reporter in Bismarck, hey, North Dakota. Frank Hagen, I, I've been having to put up with her for three and a half months, as she states, oh. and every time she comes on, I can't believe she's still there. That was one misstep by Don Corsini, the general manager, and the program director, who is, I, I, I'm not saying this to kiss his butt, because th that Chris Burroughs gig is probably mine. I'm saying that because that program director is really good. He's really good. He knows what he's doing. But we all have missteps, and they hired this broad, who is an idiot stick deluxe. I had, I had no idea how they put restaurants together. And as she's saying that, they're panning around to the pictures, the photos on the wall. So it gives you the impression that the way you make a restaurant is you have pictures of celebrities on the wall. Wait a minute. Oh, that should have worked for Formosa Grill. <laughs> <laughs> 16 years, 17 years next year. Look at this is the picture to prove it. Burroughs did a Burroughs Bites Rise and Shine Cafe. All of you who've been watching the show much longer than I've been here again, just oh, three and a half her. minutes. You pause, pause. See? It's all about her, right, Howard Lapidus? Right? It's all about her. But much longer than we don't care about your stay there because, by the way, it should be uh, <laughs> bye bye time. I can't. This is disgusting. You guys remember this. This was shot uh, and aired four years ago. There he is on the left uh, with Melinda, co-owner, and family-run business. And this is Sharon, her mom, on the right. So, again, a family business in Burroughs. Loved it. I want to pull around here. Come with me this way. Because oh, yeah. this was the table, and this is uh, the chair that... That the, the video was shot at, the Burroughs Bites, again, four years ago. So it was right here at this table. Who... Cares. Right. Here's the table and the chair. Right. Now we're talking. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. How bad is she? I'm, I'm glad you agree. I'm glad because, you know, I, I'm a bit sarcastic. And, I, of course, I put everything under a microscope, especially when it comes to showbiz. So I'm glad it's not just me. You know, by the way, why yeah. didn't they, and this goes to the program director and news director also, okay? It, it, why the hell they have the material? Yes. Why didn't they just flip to that and show him there? Right. Yeah, that's because... It's more of a tribute. Somebody didn't have a chance to go to the library to pull it out. Yeah, because this yeah. just happened, man. It came down and then, boom, continue. Talking 
talking to Melinda moments ago, and she was saying that it was just so interesting when he came in. He was like, okay, have this here, have that here. He had a vision, and that was really cool. In the short time I knew Burroughs, he had a vision as a producer, and he knew how to execute it as an anchor, and I think that's something to really applaud. I'm going to walk over here something because not only did Burroughs come here for that Burroughs Bites, but he came here time and time again with the family. We talk about Maya, we talk about Isabella. Um, so come here, come here, because this was one of the tables that he would frequent. And this is Miss Melinda. Melinda, I know it has been... Pause. Uh, what is this Miss Lynette and Miss Melinda crap? Would crap. Howard Lapidus, your entertainment manager yeah. of the star, can, can't you do something about this? Can't you fire her, please? I will. I'm gonna, I I just do something this, uh, about this, I'm gonna broad. I'm going to after the show. She's, she's no, by the way, by the way, not a tribute to the guy. No. This is really not real. It's not a tribute not to good. Chris Burrow. It's not it, even a tribute to the restaurant. No. <laughs> right. no, it's not, it, this is not a tribute to broadcasting. It, it is nothing. No, this is this needs to be shown in every broadcast training school in yeah, America right. on how not to do a field piece. Oh, right, well, be, we, because we have more than enough of that. Because stuff. as a viewer, <laughs> as as someone who will enjoy a feature whether it's a movie or whether it's uh, but let's talk about live TV you know you can smell and feel sincerity coming from whoever the anchor is or the field reporter you you feel it and you feel that this gal couldn't stand Burroughs and is probably high-fiving uh. the fact that that Chris Burroughs is no longer around because now she'll get more no, there's she, an opening now there, there is an opening for her to do more field reporting. So oh, she, uh, well, no, they're going to catch on. This is such crap, it's unbelievable. I, I, man, I, I hope we're right. It's been a tough couple of days for you, as it has been for so many people. You especially, because you became friends with him as the owner of this, of this restaurant. What was so special about the time that he came here four years ago? He was very real. There was nothing fake about him. He was 100%. Unlike you. He was on screen. She's um, better than the reporter. No, I'm talking about the reporter. Unlike the reporter. talking to him, um, his family. Okay, um, enough of that. My, That's at the Rise and Shine in Shadow Hills. Mm -hmm. This is co-anchor Lynette Romero, who I had a little problem with, and I'll get into that, and I'll explain why the Burroughs Bites segment with little old Magic Matt never happened. But this is Lynette Romero. And by the way, Oh, so we're not going to play, Lynette? All right. Okay. I got a lot to get to um, and so little talent when uh, we return. Uh, also, Chris Brown has been charged with uh, a misdemeanor. You won't believe what the hell it was this time. Unrelated to any of his other infractures. <laughs> we'll be this after back on the Big Dog of Broadcasting, Outlaw Radio Live from the Light Up Lounge in the San Fernando Valley. We're in the hills. I'm a smoker, but the people in my office aren't. That's why I chew gum, because they keep saying, hey, you can't smoke in here. And even if I go outside and come back in, they all say, boy, you stink like smoke. Here, have some gum. So I quit smoking at work altogether. Now I just sit here and chew this fucking gum. You know, I live my own life. I don't know why they just can't live their own f***ing lives. Oh, I don't tell them what to do. Oh, hi, Bill. Did you just take a dump? You smell like s***. Why don't you have some gum? I'm not going to take it anymore. You hear me? Huh? Look at this.
when you can't smoke, enjoy total chewing satisfaction. Stars, would-be stars, wannabes, and people who just want to hear themselves talk. The demons of decadence, smoking, drinking, and interrupting. Live from an 1876 Virginia City, Nevada-style bar, this is Magic Matt Allen, Outlaw Radio. 